Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities, Illinois, and a decision that lasts a decade. Illinois Democrats drew up new redistricting lines that will govern the state legislature for the next 10 years. Republicans say they didn't get a say over the lines and say Governor J.B. Pritzker broke a campaign promise to only approve new redistricting if the borders were drawn by an independent group, not lawmakers. So what happened? We talked with Rock Island County Democratic Chair, State Representative Mike Halpin about reapportionment and the accusation of broken promises. I know you had hearings uh, uh, locally in regards to redistricting, but still it seemed to be a backdoor deal that was hidden by Democrats. No, Jim, not at all. You know, this is a process where uh, we took input from our communities throughout the state. We had uh, an in-person hearing uh, here in the Quad Cities. We also had a a virtual hearing for folks in this area to be able to participate and, and make their views known. Uh, honestly, there weren't, weren't too many people that, that participated locally, but one thing that we heard was that we want to make sure to maintain the diversity uh, of our representation here in the state of Illinois and make sure that that, that uh, carries through. Well, diversity is, is really a big deal when it comes to uh, the Chicago area because you have so many ethnicities in certain neighborhoods. And, and as you know, 10 years ago, uh, underrepresentation and making sure that a Hispanic community was well represented actually ended up in the court system. So, I mean, that was a critical issue. What's the critical issue as far as Western Illinois? Was it making sure that rural areas were represented? And, and why is the Quad Cities pretty much just one district for the House? So rural representation is certainly important, but I am going to push back on about you know racial uh, and ethnic diversity. Uh, we have a strong African American and Latino population here in the Quad Cities, and it was important to our uh, uh, local activists to make sure that those communities were not split up here in the area. And one thing I did notice about this map is that uh, it does keep those communities here together uh, in the Quad Cities, and I think that's important and can't be overlooked. Uh, Diversity is not just a Chicago issue, it's an issue throughout the state of Illinois. Uh, But turning back to your uh, uh, observation about rural communities, it's also important to keep rural communities together and make sure they have representation uh, for their interests and they're not diluted. And I think if you look at the state uh, uh, maps that we've passed, uh, those, those goals are met as well. Well, that one district that you do kind of notice, it goes from uh, Moline down through Galesburg all the way to Macomb, a very slender district. Can you explain the rationale behind that one? Well, I think I think overall it's important that uh, we understand we want to keep those communities of interest together. Uh, I do think that Macomb uh, and Galesburg and the Quad Cities 
share some, uh, you know, university, university populations, manufacturing populations, uh, other urban populations that uh, are consistent and uh, are important to keep together. Part of the lawsuit from Republicans says that you're not using census numbers. You're using numbers from the American Community Survey instead. They say it's not as accurate and, and it just isn't fair. Now, we know that the census was delayed because of COVID. Would it have been more important to wait for those census numbers to come out? I think it was most important to make sure to meet our constitutional obligation uh, by the end of session. And I think the claims about uh, the data being off are, are, are certainly uh, not accurate. There was testimony at hearings uh, during this process that as far as they can tell, uh, the experts can tell, of course, the, the deviation is, is uh, minuscule, if any. And I think it was important that we uh, met the timeline, got, got maps passed in a way that does reflect the diversity of the state. You know that every 10 years, there's an argument that it should be a non-political effort to redraw the state lines in Illinois. And every 10 years, it seems like, okay, it's still done that way. What is your pledge now in 2021 as far as coming up to 2030? I know we're 10 years away, but I mean, should this be taken out of the hands of the politicians? Well, you're incredibly optimistic, and I appreciate that about my uh, my career uh, in 10 years. Um, look, I, I think that in a, in a perfect world, uh, we should be having uh, independent uh, commissions or at least bipartisan commissions that can actually get the job done. Uh, unfortunately, what we've seen here in Illinois is that the Republicans want to take any chance they can get to have the power to to draw the maps. And it's it, it's um, uh, you know, we've seen it across the country as well. Republicans want to take these uh, uh, these power grabs. Uh, we've seen it in the U.S. Senate where they withhold uh, Democratic nominations and then rush through Republican nominations to our court. Uh, we can see how they're obstructing you know, uh, pro-democracy uh, bills in the U.S. Congress. So I, I have no doubt that here in Illinois, the Republicans are in that same situation and they were hoping for a chance that they could draw a Republican map uh, like they've done in states like North Carolina and Pennsylvania. Um, I, I think we did a, a reasonable job of meeting our obligation, making sure uh, all folks in Illinois uh, are represented. And uh, I think that's the, uh, for now, that's the best that we can certainly do. Illinois is now a fully open state. COVID-19 is now clearly in our rearview mirror. Uh, what, what do you take from it, COVID that is, the restrictions, the emergency proclamations from the governor? What do you take that as a legislator, uh, that, that the governor didn't really include the legislature that much in some of these decisions over the past year? Is that something that, that maybe pushed back or maybe looked at a little closely? Uh, if there's ever another future emergency like we saw over the last year? We can certainly look at ways to uh, adjust how we respond to this, but the reality is uh, the legislature is a, a, a deliberative body, as you know, and it takes some time in, in a lot of ways to produce legislation. Uh, we authorize the governor uh, uh, to make these type of decisions in this uh, type of emergency. That's his role. And I think for the most part, uh, he did that job very well. I, you know, I think you and I have talked about, and I've talked to other people about uh, criticisms with the unemployment uh, insurance department and some other issues. But on the whole, I think he made a lot of responsible decisions at the very beginning that prevented Illinois from going on an even steeper curve of the spread of this disease. So although, although I think the legislature always has an oversight role 
and should act when we feel it's appropriate. Uh, I think the governor does and, and deserves to have a certain amount of leeway in how to respond to these situations. You look back at the last 18 months and what a different uh, world it is, what a different nation it is, and, and what a different Illinois it is. What did you hear from constituents and what are you still hearing as far as COVID is concerned? As you might expect, we get a lot fewer calls um, uh, about this issue. We're still getting a lot of unemployment insurance calls, of course. Um, but most people, are, I think, are prepared to go back to uh, normal, so to speak. I think uh, there are some people that are still cautious about going out and being around a lot of people. But the data certainly shows that if you're vaccinated, the odds of being seriously harmed by this disease going forward are, are much smaller. And I think it is time to start getting back out in the world and doing the things that we're used to doing, you know, the things that we weren't able to do last summer, uh, we can start doing again today. Um, what I hear most is that uh, people are very excited uh, to get back to that normal. Illinois State Representative Mike Halpin, chair of the Rock Island County Democratic Party. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.